0: This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context.
1: Hey, everybody, Chris Bintlef back with you at Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, and I'm here today with Stacy Fry. And Stacy, I'm excited to talk to you about something that is obviously special to me, which is small business and some of the interesting financial functions, maybe some of the interesting. Um, insights that you can share around improving some of the ways that financial functions can operate inside of a small business, especially to help us grow with a small team of people around us, maybe all kind of thinking about things in new or different or better ways, more streamlined or more focused ways. And I'm wondering for you, just kind of starting off, what are some common issues or misconceptions or distortions that you see again and again from business leaders or financial leaders inside of small businesses?
2: So lots of times um, in, a, in the small businesses, even in large businesses, the employees sit back and they think that that the owner, the CEO sitting in the ivory tower and he's driving a yacht and everything's going perfect. And, you know, sometimes the um, owner is sitting there and maybe he's not sleeping at night because things aren't so rosy and he's worried about whether or not the payroll's going to get covered. The next, I mean, cash flows and payroll and whether or not everything's going to be there when the time comes to make make it all work. So maybe, maybe the owner's not sleeping and the employees think it's all rosy and it's just kind of crazy where, when when the perceptions are different.
1: So is this a responsibility of, uh, of executives or of leadership to be a little more open and a little more transparent about what's going on? Or is there a cultural misstep where employees are thinking that they should have more information or access to information that they don't have? Or how do we start to address that issue?
2: I wouldn't, I mean, in some companies it doesn't work. I mean, not necessarily a misconception, but but there's times when if the employee, if if the company is more transparent with the employees as to what's going on in the business, it allows them to all end up in the same place and start to function together as a group?
1: I think that there's a an idea that opening the books up a little bit or being a little more transparent, I see a lot of startups and a lot of young companies really opening that up and just being as broad and wide open as possible with that and being real obvious dashboards that everybody can access. But I see some older companies um, that feel like, no, 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 that's that's nobody's business but the executive teams. That's nobody's business but, you know, these four people or whatever. What do you think about that? Is, that, is there a, even a generational component to this or is this an outdated notion or uh, is the advantage to the younger companies who are opening this, you know, wide open or do they put themselves at some kind of risk there as well?
2: In the startup, I mean, some of the younger company. I mean, some companies do get really excited about sharing, and they've got dashboards all over the place. And when they have dashboards, and they're sharing the numbers and telling people where they are. If they if they've set the goals, and the employees know what the goals are, and they have something exciting to be working towards, it gets everybody on the same place and kind of gets them running in the same direction. Um, if the employees have no idea which direction the owners, the groups want them to run, then, you know, they're not not necessarily building the momentum to drive the company's success.
1: I completely see that. And I've seen that in my own experience where um, maybe the lack of transparency means uh, a morale issue starts to come at play because, well, why did that, It, it appears nobody's getting raises again, but we made more money than ever without being sensible about profitability or why did that person or why did that team or why are we investing in this thing when we clearly have needs over there? And there can, create, uh, there can be created, I think, a lot of tension that isn't intentional, but it comes from just a lack of transparency. So what's your coaching on that? Should, should we start to be a little bit more, I guess it's obviously going to be situational, but should we start to empower our employees more to be part of that process? So as you say, we can start to move in, in the same direction?
2: So, so I, I go back in, in my time. I was at a company where we started playing the playing the game. Started sharing um, the financial um, information with our employees. We started teaching them how to understand the business aspects of the company. Um, when the company was making money, where, where the where when somebody thinks maybe a dollar's worth of sales comes in the door and they think a dollar or 99 cents of it goes in the owner's pocket, but really half of it had to go to payroll and another 20% went to rent and office. And by the time they get down to it, you know, you got five cents on the dollar and that's what's left for the owner to have to reward him for, you know, all everything he's done within the company, his investment in time. And that's not always enough money to, um, set a company up or an, em- an employer to w- want to basically run a business.
1: So that's interesting. It can really shed some light on the realities that executives face. When you were in that situation, what was the impetus? What made you start to say, look, let's start to share a little bit more of this with the employees and, and how this works. Was it a slow process? Uh, walk me through that a little bit.
2: So, so I was in a company and we had several years of really working your tails off and not really making any money on the bottom line. And I was exposed to this concept of open book management when I was sitting in a session, um, continuing education session. And I went back and we shared, shared the concept with the leadership team and gave them the book from Jack Stack, The Great Game of Business and showed them that there's other ways to do things, and we really went and we started to share very slowly. Start to share numbers with employees, but we gave them targets and said, if you know, if the company makes this amount of money, then every then, then we're going to have this bonus pool and we're going to share it across the board so that everybody gets a chance to win. So so the company wasn't out anything. If if we didn't make more money, there was no bonus, but but of the excess that got added by, by having everybody financially literate and understanding what's going on in the business, we shared a portion of that with the, um, with the employees. And what it really got people doing was running around going, oh, my goodness, we're using too much toilet paper and where, where's the supply? I mean, crazy. I mean, everybody in the company, from the janitor to the service technicians and everybody understood what was going on and where we were on a daily weekly monthly basis not they didn't understand debt and e- equity and the whole balance sheet but we did begin to teach that and Im- that over the years as we w- went on we helped them understand why why if the inventory nut was in excess of what it should be, why? Why you know there wasn't cash in the company to pay out bonuses, and and if we didn't collect our receivables fast enough, you know we needed cash. So so we got into all sides of the business as we moved along in time, and the understanding of the ca- cash impact as well as the financial side of sales and expenses. Not you know sa- sales exceeding the expenses.
0: Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC Financial Flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com.
1: That is really interesting, and it almost sounds like there was a. Um, a momentum shift in uh, in kind of team teamwork or camaraderie. Like suddenly we all knew the same things and we were taking action towards the same thing. So was incentivizing a strategic choice for you when you said, let's start to open the books and one way that we'll do this is by helping everyone know that if we can do these things, there's a bonus pool at the end for us to tap into. Was that kind of a an on-purpose way to introduce this idea?
2: It was, and we we followed a lot um we're, we're, I'm sitting in Springfield Missouri and um, the, the company SRC remanufacturing SRC is a big open book that kind of kind of led open book management clear back into the 80s and we started kind of modeling our business and, and doing some of the kind of things that SRC's um, consultants did in the open book management side and um, part part of it is if, if pe- people have to have something that makes them want to want to win and just having some bit of a stake in the company's success help give them the direction to drive.
1: And how many, uh, you, you said over the years you would expose us, uh, you know, to this financial literacy and teaching about debt and about the balance sheet. How was it uh, three years? Was it a five year? Was it a two year deal? How long before you feel like it was everybody pretty much knew everything that was going on? <laughs>
2: I mean, we were on this track for 17 years. Wow. Um, continual, continually improving. I mean, we probably the last four or five years when we really started sharing some of the balance sheet stuff, but it got to the place where we were paying out some very substantial bonuses and going, well, I, I don't feel like our employees really know everything they need to know. And we actually did finally engage consultants to come in and really help us do that process better.
1: Do you feel like that changed the relationship between leadership and employees? Did they see? Did they look at each other differently? In what ways do you feel like that was a, maybe a healthier relationship?
2: It, it was, and one of the coolest things back, back in two thousand and nine, when we had the whole decline of the economy, we we were in such a in such a place where we didn't notice it at first because we had a lot of contracts and things going, but we were, as we were sharing the monthly numbers with employees, we started seeing that our backlog was starting to decline and some of those things. And when it came to the place where we had to basically make some decisions, do we downsize a few people? We, we were in a place where we stopped our 401k contributions and did some different things just to keep the company, you know, successful. And, And everybody was in on board with that because they, had seen all the progression for like six years of seeing the numbers and starting to understand and they could see that the company needed to do something. And we also made a commitment and said, if we, if we get get to this place and, and we have three continual months where we don't lose money. We're going to reinstate the 401k contribution and we'll go backwards. Mm-hmm. And so, so everybody was driving and we were able actually to go in and do that, which was a very cool thing. And everybody trusted and understood and was on board. One of the things when we first did open, open the books to, to the employees, we were able to, I mean, everybody understood and we actually seen crazy things happen we've seen Um, we, we had a rental business. We seen our delivery charge income double, I mean, double that first year because the guys that were sitting at the counter saying, ah, sure, I'll eat your delivery charge. Wasn't going to eat the delivery charge because they might get four or five cents of that on in a bonus paycheck. Um, and so, so it changed. We doubled maintenance contract income and some of the, some really big nuts. And you could see some really big places where there was some great impact that you would have never dreamed. Interesting.
1: So it really revealed some, not just opportunities, but existing inefficiencies or things that we take for granted. Easy to throw that away. But when you stop throwing away, you can see how valuable it is.
2: Right. Right. It just made people open their eyes and say, Hey, I don't need to really give away this delivery. It's not necessary.
1: And when I feel like I have some ownership or some stake in this, mm-hmm. I'm not, it's my money I'm giving away. It's not right. some vacuous, you know, Yeah you know, abyss of misunderstanding. It's I don't know where it goes, but it's no big deal. It suddenly becomes a big deal and you can really see in a chart and graph, you know, how big of a deal it that is. That's fascinating.
2: Yeah, we've seen a big shift.
1: One of the things that I love about the whole idea is at ProCFR Partners, we have the FGC flywheel, which shows how everything is in relationship to everything else and you're really articulating a practical application of that you know you can start employees and everybody can start to see how this thing as you pointed out this thing inventory affects this thing which affects this thing which affects that thing and it gives everyone kind of this micro level of of control or practical uh, application to managing those things so that they can better understand the macro level of these things and i think that's really powerful when we can start to break apart what seems like a giant nut to crack, and and show the small things you can do—toilet paper, the small mm-hmm. things you can do that can make an impact larger, uh, you know, company wide. Yeah.
2: So, so we actually did read as a as a leadership team in that company, we did read Jim Collins' book, and I pulled the flywheel out just because. Of- <laughs> one of Halei's favorite. Yeah. You know, we actually did. I mean, we were talking about, but we called it spinning the hamster wheel and we were you know, we were all working and trying to run the same direction. And we did see success over the many years in that company.
1: If you have any advice then for an executive who's listening or a financial leader who's listening, what's a, what's a good place to start? If I'm thinking about, well, I'm, I've been experiencing this. Everybody thinks every time we make a dollar, I'm on vacation with it. And I'm, up at night because I can hardly make payroll. Do we start with small steps? Do we start with, um, thinking about incentivizing and what makes step, uh, what makes sense? Do we start with a call to pro CFO partners to see if we can start to work this out? What's one of the first things I can do to start to wrap my head around this?
2: Um, it's always good to have somebody on, on board to help you understand is, you know, somebody like pro CFO partners, just what is the business strategy and what are you doing? Um, it is great to start to give people some more information and just help them understand where you're going and what's going on in the company that it, it, I mean, it, it is a big step to open the books, but it is a, something that you can start slowly just, and, and gather, you know, gather your head around it. Our, um, ceo at the time when we decided we were going to do this we had our whole leadership and we had one ceo that owned 100 percent of the company and you know he was a little leery but he was like i'm to the place where i'll do anything to get to to get things to turn around and if you're in that place this is you know yeah it, it's a it's a good option is to try something different right. but once you start you don't really get to go back
1: no, that's, and, and it sounds transformative. It's not just um, about reports and it's not just about content, as we like to say, but it really starts to give context to the entire organization for the people who can make the most impact to that, which are the employees, the people who are doing the things every day that make an uh, an impact and make a difference. Stacy Fry, thank you so much for sharing some time and expertise with us today. I thought it was fascinating to really think about maybe starting to have to go against our, our nature a little bit for some of us as leaders to opening a bit of vulnerability up to say, this is what's happening inside the company. And I think the positive impacts that can come of that for the right people in the right situations, really fascinating, really interesting. Thanks for, thanks for talking with us today. I hope you will come
0: back soon. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.